0: Weirdo bookworms, unite.
1: We want to share our love of genre fiction with you.
0: Some readers out there may look down on you for your love of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, but not us.
1: So stop by as we discuss what we've been reading.
0: Happy New Year! Genre junkies, happy new year!
1: That's Sandra.
0: Ah, uh, that's Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We're back to talk about our favorite books of the year.
1: Certainly, the most notable to us.
0: Probably the ones that are going to stick with us the most for me. It's a reread ability um, makes a book like a favorite for me. But I mean, we read so many good books this year.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to narrow it down to our own individual individual. individual lists
0: you know it's almost impossible that's why we kind of just do this like kind of in a fun way and like pair cocktails with books because really it's like i mean if especially if you've been listening all year We're very careful with the books we select and we don't pick up anything that we know is just going to be like a dumpster fire. So it's like we read a lot of good books and some of them end up being kind of middle of the pack, you know, and then others of them, it's like you really love, but it's like, am I going to reread this? That's like kind of my my litmus test
1: and going over the list of books that we've read this year i cannot believe like how long how how many good books we got and there are some books at the beginning of the year that i i couldn't believe that it's only been i mean less than a year since i read them that's yeah this year has been weird like that
0: yeah it's it's a trip it's a Total trip. um So I guess we'll just kind of get into it. So as I kind of said before, this is a little bit of a tradition here at Genre Junkies, and we've done some variations on this theme as well, like for Scott's birthday, where we pick some books and then we pair a cocktail with it. Um, we're not making and drinking aside cocktails right now, but it's more like an inspiration. And we always say too that if you are somebody that doesn't drink, that's totally fine. Use this as inspiration for a mocktail, and
1: you know you can get a little bit of comedy out of the idea of these drinks as well.
0: Oh, well, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, like last year, you know, one of my top books was uh, "Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay. I love that book so much. And I picked an audio mother an amf because it's the apocalypse funny fun and games that's what we're about here at genre junkies
1: i still think that that was a fantastic book
0: that yeah it's a fantastic <laughs> book, fantastic drink it was my magnum opus so
1: sandra and i agreed that we're not sticking to an exact number although we're around five each but there is around around, around there
0: it's in the neighborhood
1: But not included in that, there is one that both of us need to talk about because this book is just means so much to the both of us, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, It's more than just the book. It's kind of a... I guess we're we're counting this as like the conclusion and also the whole series in a way. Five Dark Fates by Kendara Blake. We love her friend of the show, fabulous, fabulous gal um, who we've had on the show a couple of times because we are lucky, lucky sob's and and she can come on anytime she anytime she, any wants, she to. wants. We have this lovely couch for her that she can come and sleep on <laughs> anytime <laughs> she would like. She's on our coast; it's not that far, Kendara. I mean, you could just come sleep on our couch and hang out with us and watch some star wars please i mean that's just all we're asking it's not
1: much just little things just your voice <laughs>
0: <laughs> um anyway this book series and especially this conclusion means a lot to scott and i um my sister has been a guest on some of the episodes for this series and it's like it's a family affair and And it's so tied up in our hearts and our minds that it didn't feel right to just put it on our favorites list. So we decided we're going to give it a send-off with this cocktail. We're going to toast to it.
1: And so the cocktail that we've chosen for this, there's so many good choices for this series. Oh, yeah. And
0: we've had these books on the list before. Right. So, yeah.
1: But the final book is... Five Dark Fates, and what better cocktail than something with five dark fates in it? <laughs> and that's the classic Long Island iced tea. Oh, Jesus. Five liquors. Vodka, tequila, rum, gin and a triple sec
0: my head hurts just thinking about it
1: and of course you add half part of sweet and sour to that and a splash of coke and what you get is a drink that tastes like a sweet iced tea but it is alcoholic af
0: so i have to say i've not had a lot of good long islands in my day um you say that I like it when it has more coke in it. Is I that right? think
1: that's the secret for you, yes. Yeah.
0: I've had some that are just like, I don't know, like the the dirtiest, nastiest <laughs> liquors thrown <laughs> together and then like a cloying sweetness. But I know that a lot of people love Long Islands. You love Long Islands. I love Long Islands. So Island there's Hastings. good Long Islands out there. You just have to you just have to hunt. What a perfect thing. And also Fenburn's an island, so it's an island. Yeah. I,
1: I think it's I I personally think it's perfectly appropriate for the series. No,
0: it's a great pick. Um, so kind of in no particular order. We're gonna go down the list, but we know we have the same number one book. So we'll save that for last.
1: We'll save that for last.
0: All right. Why don't you go first?
1: So another one of my most favorite books this year was Lock Every Door by Riley Sager. By
0: Riley Sager, our dear friend who we had on the show. Riley?
1: Yes, I absolutely adore this book. Yes. Um, I have found that I I like books that are kind of um spooky, culty kind of thing.
0: That makes my heart real
1: happy. I, I it's this is a new discovery for me, particularly <laughs> this year. And this book does such a great great twist on the the ideas that are brought from Rosemary's Baby yes. which that movie disturbs me a lot but
0: <laughs> and having recently rewatched yeah, it, it he still, still disturbs me yeah there's some
1: things that uh <laughs> I think that I misremembered, and so I had a very similar reaction to this rewatch. But uh, Lock Every Door does such a good job of subverting that story and building upon it and creating its its own new original idea. I, I just I loved the book so much.
0: I mean, I, I loved it too. And it's a love letter to Rosemary's Baby, and it's absolutely a fabulous read by a fabulous author. And I have a drink for this as well.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I I would like to hear your drink.
0: mine first. Yeah. Okay. well, um we talked about it. In the episode with Riley, we also, We also talked about Rosemary's Baby in my birthday episode of John Junkies.
1: Oh no, I know what you're drinking
0: with, <laughs> with Jimmy, and uh, then for the cult show, the cult film series, uh, it was actually screened for my birthday by my co-host over there, Neil. So like, we've had a very Rosemary's Baby heavy year, which I'm very happy about. Um, so I picked. A vodka blush.
1: (laughs) An extra tall, of course, right?
0: Absolutely. So a vodka blush is uh, a drink that they have in the film Rosemary's Baby. Uh, They don't have it in the book (laughs) that I'm aware of, but it's like a very... Simple old school drink, and it's vodka, lime juice, and grenadine. So you just put, (laughs) yeah. So the little little touch of grenadine gives a little blush, and it's kind of like a joke in the movie when Roman makes them, and he like pours it like really strong, like it's basically a huge glass of vodka. (laughs) Um, And I just couldn't help it. I mean, of course I'd be up there in that beautiful uh, apartment building looking out with the gargoyles, drinking a vodka blush. How about you?
1: Well, my drink is called. The Lockpick. Mm. Uh so the Lockpick is a fairly simple drink. It is one part bourbon, uh a half part of pomegranate liqueur, a half of lemon juice and two parts iced tea.
0: Sounds a little tart.
1: Um it is it's a little I actually have had this drink. It is a little tart. Um it's also rich cuz of the iced tea. It's kind of along the same lines of a Long Island iced tea with less alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a really good drink. It is pretty strong.
0: Okay. Okay. But But it's called Lockpick. It's called the
1: Lockpick. So.
0: Well, there you have it. There's a couple of options for you.
1: There are no doors that are locked for me. (laughs)
0: What's the next What's the next pick? Uh, you go. You want me to go? You go. Okay. So my next pick, speaking of Jimmy, is Minor Prophets by Jimmy Cajolius. Cajolus. Gosh, I can never say I it. Know. And I love him and I love his books. He's so freaking awesome and has become our friend. And we've gotten to interview him, which is just an absolutely wonderful thing. And if you haven't read his works... Minor Prophets, which is the one I'm going to talk about right now, or The Good Demon, you are doing yourself a big damn disservice. You
1: owe it to yourself to pick those books up. They're yeah. fabulous.
0: So since a big part of the book takes place at Grandma's Farm in Benign, Louisiana, I chose a cocktail called Cocktail a la Louisiane. Is that a great name?
1: That is a great name.
0: Um. So, oh, so it was named for a restaurant- of the same name around the turn of the century where it was invented. It's one of those. And it's got rye, benedictine, sweet vermouth, and you can either do herb saint or absinthe and peatyho's bitters. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's, it sounds, that sounds almost like a Sazerac.
0: It is very similar, which a Sazerac, I believe, was invented in Louisiana. Too. Yeah. And there's a lot of cocktails that are kind of like takeoffs of a Sazerac. Um, but I thought that sounded just kind of dark, swampy, Louisiana, perfect, if you're just curling up with this book, to to suck down one of those. <laughs>
1: I want one of those drinks just aside from the book. That sounds delicious.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Next.
1: All right. Well, the next one on my list, uh, we're going to go with another horror novel for me. And this one is Brother.
0: Brother.
1: Yes. Brother by Anya Alborn. Yes. Uh, Love this, her. This book disturbed me so <laughs> much.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, it's a great book, but it's so disturbing. It's so good. And it it
1: it it surprises you every every page and there's things that 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 are expected but even when they happen they're just terrifying and horrifying and they make you just like want to throw up
0: yeah and, it's like you're just watching this person that main character in that book just go through so much pain so this is a book
1: that is along the lines of say hills have eyes meets <laughs> the deliverance
0: uh, maybe something like that kind of sure, like that sure, sure.
1: um but but the characters are much more human than in both of those stories. Like they're 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 believable while still being horrible.
0: <laughs> oh, they're just they're absolutely insidious, and yet there is strains of compassion, especially for our lead. Yeah.
1: So my cocktail for this book is a moonshine bloody Mary with a bacon garnish.
0: Oh God. Can I can I have fake bacon on mine?
1: No, it is very <laughs> important in this book that you have real. Bacon.
0: Okay, well then I'm gonna have to skip this cocktail. But why don't you tell us about it?
1: <laughs> so, um, I mean, you know, you know the Bloody Mary, of course. Sure. But this is made with instead of vodka, it's made with moonshine, oh. particularly a, a stronger spirit than what you would have in a in a vodka. So you definitely taste that that spirit a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. But moonshine is something that is typically uh, originally made in a bathtub by people in the boonies. Yeah. And, you know, now it's become a big thing. And I actually quite like Moonshine. Yeah. But But that, that's kind of its history. Right. And, and then, of course, the bacon garnish is very important for this book for
0: reasons that are <laughs> So <disturbing>. Maybe <laughs> so, obvious. So disturbing. So great. Really so freaking wrong. great. Yeah. Uh, you know, who would like that is Amanda.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Amanda would be down to drink one of those with I'm you. I'm going to
1: have to make that for Amanda.
0: You know, it's always a shocker to everyone, including including myself, that I don't like Bloody Mary's. I'm hoping that one day I I will grow into it. But like the last time I was with Amanda somewhere for brunch and she ordered one and I still try to sip and I was like, mm, it's like it's we're getting closer. But I, I couldn't drink a whole one.
1: I think maybe you need more spice in it for you.
0: I don't. I don't more know. More
1: pepper, more Tabasco.
0: I don't know what I need, but we're not there yet, and it's. I mean, it's high. that bloody is in the title.
1: Bloody is in it. They're typically quite spicy, but you're not a big fan of tomatoes, so I can maybe understand. Yeah,
0: why. It's not I, really I mean, that's thing. it. It's like we have this hill to get over, and I'm just asking the Bloody Mary to meet me halfway.
1: We'll have to invent a new Bloody Mary that's made with something other than tomatoes.
0: Okay, well you know anybody have any suggestions (laughs) send them in oh i love beats (laughs) um shall i go
1: go for it
0: okay so i'm just gonna kind of go off in a little bit of a different direction here and i'm actually going to pick the wicked king by holly black yeah so um technically we also read the darkest part of the forest amanda and i did by holly black and i did read the queen of nothing this year and hopefully amanda and i will have a review in 2020 uh about the queen of nothing but um specifically i chose to focus on the wicked king because a big significant part of the book takes place in the undersea court so you know oceany under the sea sort of under the sea (laughs) sort of vibes (laughs) um which i think of all the books in the folk of air series um scott that would appeal to you since you love oceany stuff so much and the undersea is a is is a a wicked court <laughs> and uh so i felt like i should just kind of pay honor to that and really this is kind of just a wink wink nudge nudge i love you so much holly black cocktail as well because she's a goddess and this cocktail would match her beautiful blue hair that she has oh so this is an ocean blue cocktail and it's ocean blue blue cocktail so you take your vodka <laughs> You take hypnotic liqueur. Okay. My my dear friend, Blue Curacao, <laughs> white cran juice, well, white cranberry juice, and some lime juice. And you have yourself an out of the sea party. I can't
1: imagine this drink.
0: I think it sounds fantastic. Well, we all know it's another like running joke. Blue Curacao and I, I freaking love Blue Curacao.
1: Yeah, we keep a bottle in the house at all times.
0: I love Blue Curacao. Um, and I don't know. I just thought it's such a dark kind of scary part of the book with the undersea court. So I thought we needed something a little little fruity and a little refreshing. You want one? I, I want
1: all of these drinks right now.
0: Right? They sound pretty good.
1: So I have a question about that book. Can, you said that this would probably be the one that I would be interested in. Can these books be read out of order? No.
0: No. No. It's mm. a very deliberate trilogy with a novella okay. between the first and second book. Okay. And it's so, so, so good. This series is just painfully good. I love it so, so much.
1: I think I might finally have to read Holly Black books.
0: Yeah. It's getting to
1: that point.
0: I love her. Amanda man. Wanda loves her. Come on. Get on our Holly Black fairy level here. <laughs> um, Go on. Go for it. What do you got next? All
1: right. Well, the next one on my list is... A song for a new day. Oh. I th- this th- that this book really meant a lot to me. I have given this book as a gift to a few people in my life who are musicians mm-hmm. um and suggested it to a few others.
0: Right. You know who you are. Yeah,
1: you don't need to be a musician to enjoy this book, but man is it powerful if you are one. It, it's such a great story of of hope and drive and uh creativity Mm -hmm. uh, that it's just ah, man i think that this was maybe the most memorable for me i think that this is one that i'm going to be giving out regularly because i Mm -hmm. think it's just so powerful yeah um my cocktail is not a cocktail so much (laughs) um when is a cocktail not a cocktail (laughs) uh, when it's a beer oh (laughs) (laughs) and uh, come on we're talking about we're talking about you know Punk musicians and rock musicians. Got to go with the classic Pabst Blue Ribbon.
0: Oh my God! Shut up. Yeah, yeah. It's shut a little up. hipstery, it's a PBR? I know.
1: Yeah, but you just got to go straight PBR with this book. This, this, this would chase real good with a with a can of PBR.
0: Do you think maybe like a shot in a PBR?
1: Oh, certainly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the shot is probably going to be Taka. We're talking about poor musicians. <laughs>
0: God, Taka! Oh, Lord, help us! Um, it's been a while
1: since I've had Taka, but it can't be worse than this Smirnoff swill we've been drinking.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like drinking the Smirnoff that we have. I'm sorry, Smirnoff. You have a lot of good products, but for some reason, this one that we're drinking is just not working for us. It's it it it's it, a punishment. Drinking this is a punishment.
1: I had a sip of my actual Everclear, and it went down <laughs> smoother than this. <laughs>
0: Not a good sign. It's
1: really not. I feel like I feel yeah. It's almost like it's almost like drinking um like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. And like it has that same
0: It's like less fun though. And yeah. it's more syrupy. Less fun that le- <laughs> less less of <laughs> <laughs> well
1: okay to yeah. be clear
0: it's syrupy because it's in the freezer <laughs> i mean by god i can only imagine what it would be like warm it would be it'd be like drinking a little little bit of death um no i think we i think you and i need to stick to like the flavored off if we're gonna smear if we're
1: gonna do off, yeah i think we might just have to upgrade to something like gray goose or
0: <laughs> there's a lot of good ones out there yeah. i don't we're stuck with this um Night Shoot is my next book. Oh, I love this book. By David Sadegren. It's um another just real, 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 real fed up <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs> it's um horror. And I always say that David writes horror for horror fans, and it's always a love letter, and it's always inspiring and brilliant and fun and funny and poignant. And all the stuff that, like, you want a good horror to be. Um, like, he has, you know, some social or societal commentary in there. Uh, he has characters that you do have compassion for. They're not just, like, meat. <laughs> 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 and this one has a, a lot of love for, like, an eighty slasher type of vibe. And... um, It's about some students in film school, which David went to film school, which we learned when we interviewed him (laughs) for this piece. (laughs) And uh, they're filming something in a really, really creepy giant manor house on the coast in England. That exists. That exists. And, uh, well... (sighs) They run afoul of some things.
1: David does a really good job of taking classic horror ideas and and taking it for a spin in a really new dark direction. Yes, that's that that stays campy but original.
0: Yeah, it's inspiring. Like I love reading his books. Uh, he's two for two with me so far. Fantastic, and of course Boris the Pug,
1: which I mean. Really, I'm in it for Boris.
0: We're really in it for Boris. So we feel that we need to support his father. And, um, you know, so far we've had that little pug shout out in both books, though I want it to be the same pug
1: as i said i okay. want it to be skink i want it to be the same pug in every
0: book me too david are you listening how many times do we have to tell you <laughs> um so my drink for night shoot is blood red sangria
1: oh good
0: choice. i could definitely see a group of student film people drinking this um uh, i do love a sangria myself uh this one is red wine club soda cognac Warm honey, figs, uh red or black grapes and cherries.
1: I, I've never had a sangria with figs in it. I'm 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 down. I love
0: figs, man. I do
1: too. I never I, I don't know why I never really thought to have that in a sangria, but that sounds really good.
0: It sounds really good. It sounds bloody good time, just like this novel.
1: Alright, so the next one on mine is uh surprisingly the well no, I guess that's not true. The next one on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I really know. Funny.
0: <laughs> should keep this keep this in
1: yeah probably not no, keep it in. <laughs> so the next one on my list is resistant by rachel sparks
0: oh yes oh great book great author another one god we've had so many this year it's it's sickening i'm
1: so excited when i discover an author who reminds me of michael Crichton in that style in that that in that science fiction style of taking a real thing and just expanding on it she does a really good job i like the characters i i it it still frightens me the idea of you know being completely you know like all of all of the antibacterial drugs out there are gone there's they don't do anything anymore you can die from a paper cut it's terrifying and she takes it on a path that i really enjoyed and i think about her and that novel anytime i read a story about new medicine or, or old medicine no longer working. I, I think about it constantly.
0: Um, no, it's absolutely a great book. And I will forever be indebted to Rachel because, oh, you <laughs> no. because you have naysayed my support of vitamin C. I take vitamin C every day of my damn life. And you make fun of me for it until Rachel said, no, you, you do need to take vitamin C.
1: Yeah, I thought I was being real smart. And I tweeted Rachel about the vitamin C and said, hey, basically trying to prove myself right she said no actually sandra's right it's not a some um, it does help it sent me a couple like articles i'm like no
0: <laughs> she sent receipts thank you rachel rachel sent receipts <laughs> i thought we were friends <laughs> so what what did you pick
1: well this one I, I picked two different cocktails and neither of them do you drink
0: oh okay because um I see so cocktails specifically. I thought for Rachel, you pick beer. Uh, she makes you know, beer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that
0: would be for Rachel. That not would be so for like
1: Rachel for and not for the book. Hey, Rachel, if you haven't had Pliny the Elder, good stuff. <laughs> um, but no, I actually chose uh, either an MMR or a DTAP vaccine.
0: Go on.
1: These are these are quite simply that the main vaccines that you receive to uh, protect against diphtheria, uh, measles, mumps, rubella. That's the MMR. Um,
0: you recommended booster shots? Yeah, yeah
1: Vaccines
0: are you kidding yeah i thought you were they are gonna-
1: vaccine cocktails
0: oh my god i thought you were gonna think of something with like orange or something and you put it in one of those you know syringe shooters you get
1: well i guess i, I guess okay the mmr is um mescal maricino and <laughs> that sounds awful already <laughs>
0: What what stop this madness? <laughs> so instead of cocktails, you want us all to go get our booster shots. A,
1: a vaccine cocktail.
0: Yes. Okay. I mean, there's no rules here. There's no, there's no rules. No rules, in, just right. there's no rules in genre junkies, apparently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought when you said you don't drink it, you meant like it was liquor I don't like.
1: No, you literally don't no, drink this. No, I mean, this. you literally don't. You, you don't want to drink this.
0: Okay. So instead of a cocktail party, we'll although, just draw these Rachel, up. if there is a
1: way to take these vaccines orally, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do at me. I'm very fascinated by yeah. that, but still. so so
0: basically, we're gonna throw a cocktail party, and people think they'll come over the the wear like low cute cocktail attire, and we'll be like, "Okay, roll up your sleeve're <laughs> <We're> gonna <laughs> we're gonna give you an injection at home." <laughs> Surprise! Well, there you have that.
1: Well, if you have not listened to the podcast, uh, here's a little unpaid plug of uh, uh, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these vaccines may have started as a cocktail. I'll just say that. It's pretty gross. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I'd rather take it as a shot.
0: Okay. So I have one more pick before my final pick. Okay. Okay. And again this is like I sound so apologetic but it's because I mean I really read so many books I loved I like know. I loved but again my my key here was rereadability for me and also ones I've um, actively recommended to people <sighs> So okay, my last book before my final pick, and all all you books, all you're all beautiful books, you're all beautiful.
1: Yeah, just look at the list of books that we reviewed this year. Your and mother just, and I love just,
0: you very just much. Read
1: them all; they're great.
0: They're all good. Um, is Little Heaven by Nick Cutter? I, that's my next one too. What?
1: Yep, yep, absolutely what? made my list.
0: Um, so I mean, this book is just phenomenal, and I will continue to read it. Um. I will recommend it to other people. It has those gorgeous illustrations in it. And we do a pretty good deep dive episode on this book, but it was just so cinematic, so beautiful. I fell in love with the characters. Um, with our, our motley crew of heroes. And it's one of those if you like kind of getting the band back together type of thing and assassins and it's also supernatural and it's Nick Cutter so there's some gross out body <laughs> horror um, and it's just it's just a scary, scary sentimental, western contemporary good time. Uh, so my drink, oh or wait do you want to talk about your You'll, feelings on it? The yeah, whole
1: drinks. I, I just want to say like this book is so good and I really I actually want to reread this again very soon. Oh yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons why this really made it on my list. If you like cults, Yay. yay! If you like, you know, gunslinger style yeah. stories and cowboy I like outlaws, all these things. Yay! Yeah. Um. It just it has so much, and it has that Nick Cutter like Supernatural disgusting horror? spin
0: body horror. Yes. So I'm good. Looking at you. So good. And and hard. And it
1: took me by surprise. I was not expecting it to be the book that it was. Mm-hmm. It, it does not like if you've read the jacket and you chose not to read this book. Take another look at it. It is not what you think it is. First of all, I think I thought it sounded great from the jacket. Yeah. But it's even better.
0: I mean, listen, listen to your Aunt Sandy and Uncle Scott here, people. Like, it's just damn good. It's just really damn good.
1: Do I do your drink first? Yeah,
0: I do. So uh, since the book takes place in New Mexico, I decided to go with a hatch chili raspberry mule Ooh! so the hatch chili is a big staple of um new mexico there's like they have like festivals and lake fairs and stuff for the hatch chili and i love things that are spicy i love chilies um so i thought this sounded so good so you got a hatch chili you've got raspberry syrup and vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. Come on. There you go. And doesn't that sound real good to you? You're out there in the desert at, you know, the cult compound and <laughs> you're just drinking these down and hopefully you don't run into any elder gods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have two cocktails for this. I hope oh, that's okay. Oh,
0: you're just breaking the law. Breaking the law. Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not not good.
0: That was a sad yeah. sad. <laughs> Yeah, that was, not, that was not
1: quite right. So I have one for the three best characters ever, and I have one for the concept of the book. Uh, so first, I have the Three Musketeers. Oh. This is actually a really good drink. I don't know if you'd like it, Sandra, because it's a lot of creams.
0: Oh, you know I'm not into yeah, that. Yeah, but
1: it's a really, really good drink. Oh, okay,
0: it, let's hear it. It is, it is
1: one part creme de coffee, like Kahlua, uh, one part creme de cocoa, and... Uh, one part cream mm-hmm. And it's I mean That kind of describes Right there It's its like a Chocolate mocha Cold drink Yes It's called Three Musketeers Because it has the three And I, I like it. it I mean it's called Three Musketeers Because it's supposed to Also taste a little bit Like a Three Musketeers bar Sure 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 It doesn't in my experience But I, I, I like
0: so that So you've had that one before I too. have
1: had that one And it is good And the other one I have also had this And it sounds Gross <laughs>
0: Ooh, do tell!
1: But it's actually really good. Okay. Okay. So this is a this is a, a story about cults. Yes. And so Kool Aid is involved in this drink. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it! Mm, Specifically, down.
1: orange Kool Aid and whiskey Fuck. is actually a really good drink. Oh,
0: girl! I, I mean, don't know. Uh, okay,
1: saying it's really good might be going too far. Let's call it a a, a poor man's old fashioned.
0: Uh, can we call it a crazy person's old
1: fashioned? <laughs> <laughs> now, I recommend if you make this drink, make the orange Kool Aid a little bit. Um, weaker than you normally would, weaker than on the package. You want it to be a little bit more watery than, than uh-huh. just like, bam, orange Kool-Aid. Sure, sure. But the two actually go well together. Orange and whiskey is a good pairing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm
1: just saying. No, it sounds is. Sounds crazy.
0: No, it's a good yeah. pairing. It's That's a thing.
1: So orange Kool-Aid and whiskey is, is you
0: know, same idea.
1: Which one would you rather have of those two drinks? Uh, On like a daily basis?
0: Yeah, while you're reading Little Heaven. Which one would you rather drink?
1: I feel like I drink a whole lot more orange Kool-Aid and whiskey. <laughs> I feel like I could drink a whole because, m- lot more of that. Because
0: you, my friend, are a class act. <laughs> you are a classy, classy SOB.
1: What can I say? I drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs>
0: i'm not surprised at all i knew you were gonna say that um those are really great picks and i can actually see like our characters drinking that latter drink for sure but you know that your first one you'd put that iced yeah so that'd be good for the desert oh absolutely And you've got to stay up on watch all night so you kind of probably want that coffee (laughs) (laughs) um so you have another one before the top pick
1: no, it's time for the top.
0: Oh my gosh, this is it. The
1: shared favorite. The final countdown. Yep. Okay, so. Should we just say it on three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right, One, two. Three. Recursion recursion
0: by Blake Crouch. Oh. If you've been following along, I called this back over the summer when we did this book, my book to beat. I was like, 2019, bring it on. Try to beat this book. You cannot. (laughs) It it, it was not surpassed of the books we reviewed on the show. It it was not surpassed.
1: Blake Crouch is a genius.
0: That's he's a really great writer. Really,
1: all he he has a strong grasp on the subject matter that he's presenting and that he's creating this story based on, and does such a good job of explaining it in a way that is understandable to those who don't necessarily have that same grasp.
0: The layperson's terms and words. Yeah, I totally agree. And he has wonderful people that like he always shouts out in his book that help him with this stuff. Um, And it's so digestible and it's so thrilling and it's so scary. We absolutely loved Dark Matter. That was a favorite. And Recursion is just no exception. So as a refresher, um, it's about, you know, in our future, near future, where, where is it even, it might even be like set in 2018. I can't even remember. It's kind of like
1: current times. Yeah,
0: it's a current. And people are suffering from this disease called false memory syndrome where They're starting to be confused about reality because they feel like, wait, this isn't right. This isn't my life.
1: They have multiple sets of memories.
0: Right. And so, of course, from there, the lid just gets blown off of this and we're off to the races. Um. It's another one that is scary, suspenseful, thrilling, uh, science-y, but it's also got so much heart. It's got so much sentimentality, um, beautiful introspection and relationships with its characters. I mean, what more can we say about this ridiculously phenomenal book that I, I mean, like when people say they like to read and they haven't read this, I'm just, I'm shocked. I'm like, I'm like, oh, how can you not?
1: I've read this book. I mean, Recursion is the definition, the textbook example of a mass appeal book. Yes. Everyone, everyone, like really, I cannot think of anyone who would not appreciate and enjoy Recursion. It is just that well done. And it's scary and it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But it's and fun, just it's so good.
0: Oh, and it's just so disturbing. There's especially a part of that book that a really scary part that yep. I think about all the time because it is like real, real, real possible.
1: I know exactly what part you're talking uh, yeah. about, and I and that it's was in the, the spoiler s- section yeah, of the uh, I, I will just say that was the start of me realizing that that particular kind of thing is a little bit of a a real like trigger fear of mine yeah. and then um yeah. and then joe hill ended uh. up putting a cement on it and i went like yep this is actually something i'm terrified of
0: i mean like joe hill didn't our salute to joe hill i he didn't make it onto this list for me i mean it's so freaking hard because of course i love it like you guys this is so impossible to pick oh, yeah. favorites it, it's impossible i mean come on i mean I'm just. Let me just say
1: some of the books that are on this that are on our list from this year overall. Uh,
0: Why don't you just read them all off? Okay. Before we tell our drinks. Okay. We had Deepest Blue, which it's a
1: beautiful,
0: really, really
1: good fantasy book. Like again, I I could say with every single one of these books, really hard not to put them in my top five. Yeah. Um. We had, in addition to the other ones that we've done, we had Severance, which- Oh,
0: oh my God, what a phenomenal read. I love
1: read. that book.
0: I love And it. that was,
1: again, really, really close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Tesla Legacy, which Oh,
0: wait, can I just say one more thing about yeah. Severance real quick? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of books that are very like trying to right now capture the millennial experience, and you and I are millennials. Yeah. And that is one of those books that I think really, really captures the millennial Yeah, it experience.
1: really does it. it and really it
0: does it, it in it. a really speculative kind of sci-fi way. sorry. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I 100% agree. Uh, the Tesla Legacy, which oh my gosh, I really want to read the second book. Is it out yet? we got to look into look, that. Because that, uh, probably not yet, since yeah. it has been less than a year since we read it. That was a really good book. It's a really fun And a good start to a series. Yeah. Um, By a
0: brilliant, brilliant author.
1: Yep. Um, We have Creatures of Want and Ruin.
0: Talk about moonshine. Oh. Talk about your moonshine. Oh, uh, that was a great read. Uh, Wildcard. Oh, we love Marie Lou so yes, hard. Yes, we do. And there was nothing wrong about the book. I think the story, just for us and what we got as feedback too, for a lot of f- folks, wasn't what we were expecting.
1: It, it just was not what, it wasn't the same feeling as the first
0: book. Right. Yeah. I think, I think,
1: you know, looking back at that book I feel like if if it existed in a vacuum I probably it pro- I probably would have enjoyed it even more mm-hmm. it just I I wanted more I wanted more of the first book and, yeah I and think we different. all
0: wanted more of the game yes yeah uh
1: so then we have gods of Jade and shadow oh which
0: incredible book.
1: let me let me go ahead and tell you that was real hard not to that was yeah. real real hard it kept coming on and off and on and off the list
0: that's a phenomenal book
1: um sea witch rising oh
0: sea witch rising our beloved sea I
1: witch. know uh, Sarah Henning is so good and She's a goddess. we have again we've we've gifted that book as well as her as well as the first book to many people yeah. and it is if you like fairy tale retellings.
0: You gotta read, You've sea Witch. gotta
1: read Sea Witch. You've and, gotta you gotta know, read Sea Witch. You gotta read start with the top,
0: and, s- yeah. and then read the sequel.
1: And I actually think the two can be re- can be read out of order. I believe I said that on a review. I do believe yeah. they can be read out of order. But yeah, I personally think you should start with Sea Witch because that's the way I did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have. Betty Bites Back.
0: Oh, that was a fun one. We had Kelly on for that.
1: Yes, we did. And I think it's a great feminist short story collection. It's
0: a wonderful anthology collection.
1: There's a couple of individual stories in there that really stick with me. Oh, yes. And probably on their own deserve to be on this list. But, uh, you know, it's just really good. And if yeah. you're into short, if you if you like short story collections at all, this is one to pick up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unbury Carol.
0: That was a really, really tough one for me because, man, that book had such an impression on me.
1: Unbury Carol is a book that actually s- suffered as far as getting placed in the top five by being more recent. I still need a little bit more distance from that book to really, really nail down how I feel about the, mem- the the how memorable it is to me. I'm still thinking about it, but mm-hmm. it's still very fresh to me.
0: Oh God, I love that. Uh, God, I love that book.
1: Walk the darkness down. A oh. really uniquely written novella.
0: Yeah, no, that book. I think more than picking a cocktail, you'd pick a psychedelic drug to pair with that <laughs> one. Yes. Yeah, no, that's um. Uh, just such an experience, and I'm so glad I read it.
1: And then finally, we have Feeding the Wolf, the last book that we reviewed. It's
0: the last book we reviewed, and we interviewed the author. Yes. And it and was great read. A really
1: good read. Very... Very original concept in my experience of yes. a fantasy novel that yeah. it, that revolves around mental health.
0: Nothing but praise for it.
1: So good. There's, I
0: mean, look, I mean, look, look at, look at this list.
1: There's so many.
0: We're gonna need to do a books. bar menu next time, and just everybody gets a cocktail <laughs> <laughs> because you're all beautiful, beautiful, wonderful books, and we love you so much. So, what's your cocktail
1: for recursion?
0: I again went with the spice. So I kind of went with a book that is i mean a cocktail that is kind of opposites attract because this book has to do with false memories right so it's kind of like i wanted two conflicting flavors coming at you so i found the serrano spiced paloma cocktail lime juice agave nectar thinly sliced serrano round uh grapefruit juice silver or blanco tequila club soda and a salt rim. And so see, it's kind of like, I was thinking, you'd be drinking it. You're like, oh, this is kind of sweet, kind of kind of citrusy, kind of tangy. And then you get hit with the serrano and the salt. And you're like, oh, this is kind of abrasive and spicy. Wait, which way do I feel? Which one is the truth? That's kind of my idea. Like,
1: I like it a lot. Thank I, you. It, 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 I like it a lot. Mine is not a cocktail again. Although you do drink it. Okay. And it is alcoholic.
0: come on. But
1: it's one ingredient. So my, <laughs> okay, I, I'll just. G- like a riddle? <laughs> yeah, I know. right? Okay, listeners, this cocktail is a spoiler for the book. I am going to set a timer for 60 seconds. So if you're listening on Apple, just hit that 30 second skip twice if you haven't listened to it. And... Oh, not 59 minutes. I need 59 seconds.
0: <laughs> so don't start yet.
1: All right. So my cocktail is Krug Champagne. Um, I don't know if you are familiar with Stephen Hawking, a great scientist. He threw a party once, uh, a cocktail party with Krug Champagne. The only thing is no one showed up. And the reason why is because he sent out his invitations a day after the party happened. It was a party thrown for time travelers. And the only people who would have known that it existed and would have known to show up were people from the future.
0: Well, unless they didn't want to blow their cover. Well,
1: exactly. But Krug champagne, come on. We're talking about like three, dollars $4,000 a bottle. I would you like show some. up for I would, that. I
0: would like some of that. Yes. Um, And I would have liked to have had some with Stephen Hawking because I adored that man. I know.
1: That would have been a really fun party to entertain. Could you imagine the look on his face if you showed up to his time traveler party? It would have been great. It would have been fantastic.
0: He would have had a strong reaction.
1: And that's time. All right. So now you are spoiler safe. Safe, everybody. Yeah. If you and we did a really good
0: job of keeping this really spoiler free. Yes, very until much. Until so. Scott went and threw a wrench in it. <laughs> 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 well, I guess. We got to go. We got to go. We go. got to go celebrate the new year. We got to
1: jump right into 2020.
0: Boom. We got some great books lined up for you all in 2020. Um, and if you have some suggestions, maybe some books that you're looking forward to reading in 2020, I mean, the bar is just set really, really high. 2019 was a pretty good reading year. Um, I did read some extracurricular books that are not on this list. Um actually I'm gonna kind of plug because I already plugged the cult show I have to <laughs> plug both all my shows and everything I do um for spooky slumber party we're gonna do an end of the year recap and books is going to be included on that and I actually picked different books Ooh. for that specifically uh books that we did not review on the show I that look I read forward to that yeah 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 I look forward to sharing it too all right everybody let's get ready for 2020 in the even though, you know, every year is good and bad. Every year is ups and downs. But your year and your life is not something to be gotten through. It should be enjoyed. It should be freaking celebrated because any day above ground is a good day. Unless you are a ghost in which it is a great day. That's my, that's my <laughs> parting wisdom for you. Be alive or be a
1: ghost. My, my personal motto for 2020 is going to be hindsight. It, it doesn't have to be hindsight to be 2020. Look forward <laughs> with hope.
0: Oh my gosh! It's very McRoy brothers.
1: I know, very, I,
0: very well, McRoy brothers. I,
1: I, I don't know if they've actually come up with their twenty twenty. No, name I haven't yet.
0: listened yet. But I always love it.
1: But if they have and they stole my ID, I'm going to be very mad.
0: We're coming for you, McRoy's. I'm here first. I, I'm here. I'm here to say it first. We licked it. It's ours. Your
1: episode probably comes out today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thwarted again by the brothers McRoy. All right, Scott, thank you for a great 2019, a great reading year.
1: Sandra, thank you for a great 2019, and I'm excited to spend 2020 together.
0: Oh, I love it. So I would normally say, please keep reading past your bedtime, but it's New Year's, so instead I'm going to say, have a drink, and then turn off your nightlight and go to bed. (laughs)